baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's time to talk politics. It's Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. And welcome back to the show. Uh, Kevin Hardwick here. My co-host this week is Bill Conrad, Tonawanda Councilman. We're still sitting here with Patrick Kaler, President and CEO of Visit Buffalo Niagara. Tim uh, Clark, a Buffalo Niagara Film Commissioner, is in studio. He'll be joining the conversation shortly, but we want to keep him quiet and medicated for a few minutes. <laughs> um, we have a couple callers I want to get to uh, shortly. Uh, in fact, why don't we do that right now from, uh, from the previous segment? Again, if you want to get in on the conversation anytime this morning, 803-0930, the number to call, 803-0930. Uh, let's go to Jim in Niagara Falls, who has a question for Patrick Kaler. Jim, welcome to the program. Thanks uh, for taking my call. You're welcome. Uh, regards to uh, visit Buffalo Niagara, um, since it's a regional type, um, uh, you know, DMO. What? And obviously, there's barriers. But what about the thought of combining both uh, Destination Niagara with? Jim, Jim, you you obviously are in the business because during the break, honest to God, <laughs> I asked the word pa- DMO. I asked Patrick. <laughs> yes, I asked Patrick. What the heck is I'm a DMO? Word, in yeah. fact, I said an MDO. He said you mean DMO. Yeah, I said you used it. So, Patrick, tell us what a DMO is first for for people who are as ignorant as I am. Well, it's been an evolving term. As you uh, mentioned leading up, uh, we used to be the Convention and Visitors Bureau, otherwise known as the CVB. And through the years, we have uh, evolved to be a destination marketing organization, DMO. So we're all about our acronyms in our industry. Jim, Jim, our, our caller, actually knew that. He did. Uh, without man. you having to explain it. So obviously he knows something. And he asked a good question. What about combining with Niagara Falls? He actually asked a very good question. And uh, we do work very closely with Niagara Falls Tourism. They are very good partners and friends for us uh, going into certain markets. Because especially our our visitors don't know our geopolitical boundaries, and they could care less about them, actually. But internally, we do care about them because our hotels want those room nights. Uh, When you think about um, Erie County alone, we have over uh, 10,000 hotel rooms in Erie County. And so when we're off marketing and promoting the destination, sometimes we are up against Niagara Falls. And, uh, you know, our hotels want those pieces of business in Erie County Mm -hmm. because they want that uh, uh, revenue. And our politicians also want that bed tax. But but when we market <laughs> Buffalo, we say, oh, by the way, do you know it's only 15 well, minutes from Niagara Falls? And, and actually, that is a uh, fantastic opportunity for us to close the deal for um, Erie County business when we can say uh, – Niagara mm-hmm. Falls is just up the street about 20 minutes, and it does help close so, that deal so back for us. So back to Jim's question. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any, are there any talks in the work, or does it make sense? No, I, I, don't, think, I don't think there would be, um, especially from the governmental 
officials level because they want that economic development to stay within mm -hmm. their counties. And like I said, there are many times for meetings and conventions or sporting events or tour and travel where we do we compete. compete. Now, we do go into Canada quite often together mm -hmm. uh, because it doesn't make uh, any sense for us to buy competing uh, search terms for digital advertising. And so we do certain things together when it makes sense, um, when we can spread the wealth like that. Jim, Jim, thank you for that uh, question. Hope you're satisfied with the answer. Let's uh, take one more call before we introduce Tim Clark. We're putting this off as long as possible. Uh, we'll go to Bob in Buffalo. Bob, welcome welcome to the program. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's thank you. Day. If we're paying a bed tax, what about all those bed bugs that we can't seem to get rid of? <laughs> Please, uh, I have a question uh, about government money. Uh, the sports director over at 1080 AM, who I've talked with uh, in the past, uh, uh, brought a group of investors to town that were willing to put in a, uh, a domed, uh, multi-use uh, stadium uh, with a uh, retractable, retractable roof, but nobody wanted to talk to them because there was no mo uh, government money. This was a few years ago, right? Well, uh, he was just talking about it on Saturday. Okay. It was a show on Saturday, and, uh, and okay. he had the investors, uh, and they, they build stadiums for a living. And, uh, and this would be a combined facility, right? Combined facility to mm -hmm. use. Okay, Bob. Thanks. Thanks for putting that on the table. Let me uh, let me get Patrick to respond to it. Yeah, I mean, I I think that uh, anytime we are, have the opportunity for investors to uh, do some major developments in our community, we're always open and welcome to that. I think right now, as far as the stadium conversation is concerned, um, if you look at the uh, media reports from both the county executive and the Pagulas, right now there's just not an appetite mm -hmm. to do anything with the stadium. And so I think that's why a combined stadium and convention center has not been discussed at this point, uh, because right now those are really our major players. Right now, I want to make a segue into an introduction of Tim Clark. But before I do, when, when we came in here this morning in the studio, uh, Bill Conrad, my co-host, and, uh, and, and Patrick Kaler, I said that my goal today is to get, get to talk to Tim and, and get myself a, a, a job as an extra, maybe with a speaking part, you know, like, he's over there, or what, uh, in, a, in an upcoming feature film. And Patrick, you you confided that you actually did become an extra, and it almost killed you. It, it did almost kill me. I was bruised <laughs> for weeks uh, because uh, Tim had a lifetime movie uh, come to town to film, and they needed a uh, luggage shop location. And so my visitor center at the corner of Washington and Clinton was the perfect location. And uh, so they said, hey, we'll actually uh, also throw you in. You can be a person walking out of a hotel, which was the Lafayette Hotel. And this woman's going to run right into you and you're going to turn around and say, hey. So uh, unfortunately, so it was a speaking I, role. It was a speaking role. But <laughs> See, I did Kevin, get... Kevin, you don't understand. Kevin is angling for a speaking role. A speaking he wants, role. Like, I want to say wants, it's over there. He wants the paging Dr. Hardwick. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I didn't get a sack card which is really disappointing. So anyway, so so this woman runs into you. Was she, it anybody good? Was it a, a anybody remember? I mean, any, any uh, great actress? She was on uh, Melrose Place and I think a daytime soap yeah. opera. So she you was somebody's run, daughter. You got to have her um, run into her. Yeah. But but you were telling me it wasn't just one take. It was several takes and I honest to god, I was so bruised from that cuz she had the boniest shoulder <laughs> that just kept slamming into me take after take after take. The sad part is uh that uh, Patrick was just waiting for his Academy Award, and it was just never not going to happen. But 
you know. Well, well, listen, uh, Patrick, you you work closely with Tim. In fact, you used to share space with him, mm-hmm. correct? We did, yes. I, I mean, what's what's the relationship between the two organizations, Patrick? Well, the, the film industry is very important to a destination. You know, it's, it creates jobs. But on my side, it also creates um, hotel overnights. And it gets those uh, film crews out and about in the community when they're here for multiple days, multiple weeks. Um, they are staying in our hotels uh, and going out and about and having dinner, going to some of our attractions. And so we actually create a discount coupon card for uh, all of his film crews that come in so that, you know, because they're going, they're here for multiple days. And so they might be going to the same restaurant several times. And it's just a great way for them to get out and about in our community. It's great economic mm-hmm. development. We The hotels love having these room crews in, especially during our shoulder periods of time. It's a great filler. Tim, we're doing well? Yeah, geez, I'm going to sit back and enjoy all this. I think it's uh, it's really, really uh, uh, unbelievable. I think the New York State uh, Film Tax Credit uh, is the uh, sort of thing that gets them through the uh, the door of New York State. And then uh, our partnership with the Governor's uh, Office for Motion Picture and Television Development, um, film State Film Commissioner Gigi Simone, it, it's just incredible. And so what we see is they um, talk a lot about Buffalo as kind of the mantra of the state these days, and, uh, and, um, and they get a lot of these movie companies up here. Then the nice thing is is that we get an awful lot of repeat business. Uh, in fact, if you'll recall, two years ago we had this um, uh, Chadwick Boseman, Kate Marshall, or I'm sorry, Kate Hudson movie mm-hmm. uh, called Marshall here. And um, those uh, two to, of the producers on that are on two different projects. And guess what? They're bringing them back to Buffalo. So we have Chris Bonjourn in town now who is prepping for a movie um, and uh, Jonathan Sanger, who is uh, a very, very famous Hollywood director, or I'm sorry, a producer, uh, will be back here in the fall with another really big movie. So there are opportunities for me to get a speaking. Yeah, yeah, do and they, uh, well, do I just I get shoulder pads. I don't want to get, get no, hurt like no. I think you know you're right out of central casting. <laughs> All right, um, I won't ask. You for could what? either play that nutty professor or the you know sort of astute politician. Uh, you got a lot of things going for you. So you know, and Bill Conrad here, uh, his wife, as you know. Um, she auditioned for Riverdance, right? Riverdance, I think correct. so. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I you, was in Riverdance. So. You, you, well, you don't she, know? She, it was before me. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was in Riverdance, but oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I got thrown out. Okay, for number right, Well, with, with that, we have to we have to move to break. Uh, we we'll come back and uh, we'll hear more aye, tall aye, tales. Aye. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say uh, except we're going to break. I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBen. And welcome back to Hardline. Happy Father's Day. This is Kevin Hardwick uh, sitting here still with Bill Conrad, my co-host for the day, Town of Tonawanda Councilman. Uh, uh, Patrick Kaler is uh, is uh, holding over. He uh, refuses to leave. Uh, he's, he's the uh, the CEO and the president of the uh, Visit Buffalo Niagara. And Tim Clark is here, uh, Buffalo Niagara Film Commissioner. Tim you know what? I, I I'll confess. I, uh, I I did not see the Marshall movie. I didn't see it in the mm. theaters. I've been trying to watch it. That had to be 
that I mean that had to be great. I mean that was a that was a world class production here. Yeah, and you know it was uh, sort of rare for us a couple of years ago, but now actually we're seeing much more of those bigger movies uh, looking and taking a real close look at Buffalo. So uh, very much uh, like uh, what Patrick does in his organization, and uh, in tandem with that. We market our uh, efforts to the Hollywood studios as well as the independent producers that are so mu- so much more prolific now, and uh, and I got to tell you, the Hollywood people are are really zoned in on uh, on New York State in general because of the tax uh, breaks and sure. the advantages here, but uh, but also particularly here in Western New York, uh, Niagara Falls is such a um, you know important destination for a lot of these uh, films, but also. Also, uh, they're looking at uh, places like Buffalo, places like the city of Niagara Falls, and places like Lockport and things like that. So it's really been very, very good. And now we're starting to see a little spillage down into, like, Chautauqua County. We have a movie coming there in August um, at the Dunkirk Lighthouse, and that's the second movie they've done there. So it's actually been You know, uh, I know for years, several years, you told me what what, what we really needed, what would be the icing on the cake, would be if we had a soundstage. Yeah. Now there is this thing in New York State where uh, Onondaga County just bought Mm -hmm. a soundstage from the state of New York for a dollar. Couldn't we outbid them? You no, know, I mean, that was, that was a bit of a mess, wasn't it? Yeah, it sure was. Uh, would that, would that soundstage have been better built here, that money? It, it very well um, might have been. Uh, you know, it's funny because I remember for years a number of people who gave me good advice and said, oh, we got to build a soundstage, we got to build a soundstage. And, you know, the build it and they will come sort of mentality. Mm-hmm. The problem is, or the thing is, is that we built the industry now, and and so we built that first. And and in actuality, that's good that um, that we may you know see some actual private development into some the soundstage business. We have a a guy um, in South Buffalo who has a large. A facility there that it, it appears he's turning that into a soundstage soon. We have some other interest from some Hollywood-based companies and uh, Santa Monica-based company in particular that is looking at Buffalo to actually build a big soundstage uh, with private dollars, so that would be good. But yeah, you're right. The mm-hmm. um, the Central New York uh, facility um, is uh, was built there to lure uh, production, and it has worked uh, to some degree, but it did come with a lot of controversy. Pa- Patrick Taylor, I, I, I take it it wouldn't be a good idea to put a soundstage in a new convention center? Probably not, not compatible. Uh, no, probably not, but maybe you never know because sometimes you could have that spillover you, you, you for that big as, open space. You know, you know, you come from 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 Northern Virginia to us, and and you talk to your colleagues around the country who do the same sort of thing you do, trying to promote tourism. Um, does do does do films ever come up, and 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 the film industry ever come up in these conversations? Are we doing it well? How, how are we doing it here oh, relative to other places? No, we're doing it really well. I mean, we're very fortunate to have Tim and Rich. Uh, working on our behalf uh, with the studios and all of their contacts because that is something that uh, several destinations do have film offices because uh, it does mean big economic impact for a community. Plus, when we have these films and these uh, TV shows that are filmed here, it's an extension of our marketing program. So when we can say that Marshall was filmed here, that you can see bits and pieces of Buffalo in these films, it really helps with our overall marketing of the I, I can I can see, yeah, and, and, and I can imagine you doing that. Listen, uh, let's try to squeeze in a phone call. Uh, John from Rochester is uh, holding. John, welcome to the program. 
Hey, hey, Kevin. Hey, Jim, I got a question for you. I'm, I'm per- personally against these tax credits for the film industry, and I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. I think enter- the entertainment industry, they're, they, they are part of the left, but they're hypocrites. The violence in these films, a lot of the films, are, are unbelievable. I used an example with Kevin a month ago or so. Uh, there's a film with Colin Firth and Samuel L. Jackson where Colin Firth goes into a church and massacres with a semi-automatic weapon uh, 60 or 70 people. And go to any Ben Affleck movie, uh, for the most part. The, the gun violence is indescribable. Sure, but, John, for every one of them, you've got a, you get a marshal. Uh, and, and, you know, in terms of – or you've got some fantasy stuff, like we had the Turtle movie here, which, you know, wasn't nope. – they didn't do much here, but they had an action sequence here. Well, my point is this. I, until the movie – entertainment industry has been a huge problem, I think, with creating this uh, gun violence, and they get off the hook. There's no talk about it. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'll tell you, I'm going to legislate my uh, uh, state senator and my assemblyman tomorrow about uh, protesting these tax credits for this corrupt, uh, violent industry. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. I, I, I understand your point. I think, you know, you get in, you, you, we talk a lot about the Second Amendment on the station, but there's also the First Amendment. But, but there's also the point in terms of economic development. If they're going to produce that film someplace or they produce film someplace, One more. Would, would we not be best off getting the, you know, you know, getting the, uh, the economic benefit of it here? As Patrick Kaler said, uh, you know, these people come in, they, uh, they rent rooms in our hotels, they eat in our restaurants, they hire our people. Hey, uh, John, you, you, you keep this up. You won't be able to get, get a job like me as an extra in one of these movies. Isn't that, isn't well, that you know, your fantasy? John, and, and if I could just jump in a little bit, John, and just say that, um, that you know, while you may disagree with the content of these movies, the actual uh, investment into uh, that the state uh, provides uh, for these companies, a little bit of a tax break, it's actually one of the one. Relations, t- unbelievable. Well, one of the, it's one of the uh, true tax breaks that works. You know, there's a lot of sort of tax breaks that are given out there, but I'm telling you, it's working really, really good here for upstate New York and okay, in particular. John, John I, I, I got to let you loose. We're going to turn it over to Neil McManus in a couple minutes in the news, but I think Patrick Kaler has one point, quick point he wants to make. Well, I was just going to say that all of these folks that come into our destination that leave an economic impact also provide tax relief for our community to the tune of about $555 per household for Erie County residents. And and every dollar in sales tax, for instance, that we get mm-hmm. from them is a dollar we don't have to raise right. in property taxes. Yep. And that's huge. Listen, and then they leave home, leave Buffalo and go home. Listen, Neil McManus is standing by with the news. Uh, when we come back, uh, Patrick Kaler, Bill Conrad, Tim Clark will be here with me. I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, welcome back. This is Kevin Hardwick. Uh, we're talking convention centers today. We're talking film commission. Uh, we're talking convention and visitors bureau with Patrick Kaler, the CEO and president of the uh, Visit Buffalo Niagara. Also, my co-host uh, uh, um, uh, Bill Conrad, <laughs> Tonawanda Councilman. Sorry, it's been a long morning. It's okay. And Tim Clark, uh, Buffalo Film uh, uh, Buffalo Niagara Film Commissioner. Hey, um, uh, anyway, if you want to get on board, if you have a question for anybody. 803-0930, the number to call, 803-0930. Tim, 
uh, give us a preview. What uh, what's coming up here? You you mentioned off air that there's a new movie starting up production this week. Yeah, actually a starting tomorrow, one? a little movie called Crown Vic. Actually, it's a good sized movie uh, that's produced by Alec Baldwin. So we um, you know and, and also some other. Uh, great uh, producers, um, uh, Angel Nigam. Um, we also have Greg um, Bellow in town, and uh, these are great producers. That, Crowd, Crowd uh, chose is that, a, that a, like a sequel to Grand Torino or something? You know what it is? It's a it's a uh, one night on patrol in Los Angeles in a Crown Vic, right? Uh, what Crown Vic is a old police car or the model that they use for police cars, which went out of uh, or actually they took yes. them out of service a few years ago for the Ford Motor Company, but. Um, it's one night uh, in Los Angeles, and it's kind of the, you know, uh, a story of um, of a veteran officer who is played by Thomas Jane, uh, and he is talking to a his partner, a rookie officer, and kind of showing her sh- showing that new officer uh, sort of the grittier side of uh, of crime. So, in Los did Angeles. I hear you say that? Buffalo is playing Los Angeles in this movie? Yeah, we do that a lot, believe it or not. You know, uh, we have played uh, everything from uh, Minneapolis. We've played the Caribbean, if you can imagine that, or the Caribbean. We've uh, uh, played uh, (laughs) a number of things. Yeah, (laughs) that one was interesting. I thought it was a joke, actually, when they called. It was uh, Jerry Bruckheimer's office uh, looking to shoot some scenes uh at niagara falls uh for pirates of the caribbean three mm-hmm. and it happened several years back obviously but uh yeah john percy and his crew up in uh, niagara county were just great uh, to us a lot of your time is spent scouting locations and and putting them out there on the internet for mm-hmm. for producers and directors and the like to to see correct correct and for every picture you see on our website we've probably got hundreds more for each picture that we keep in reserve sort of behind the scenes so for instance we had a new movie come in from a um which could potentially be a very very large movie for us this fall and um they wanted to see some tunnels they wanted to see some caves they wanted to see some underground sort of subterranean uh, areas. And um, Rich Waller, director of operations, put together a little package. And I uh, sent that out uh, this morning, actually, to the producers in Hollywood. And uh, hopefully we'll get a hit on it, you know. But, you know, it's it's like buying a lottery ticket. If you never buy the ticket, you're never going to have a chance to win. So we we pitch everything to everybody, and I don't care. And it's, you... it's not just movies. A lot of commercials oh, done here. Commercial. You know what? We had, a, we had a huge thing. It was kind of new to us. And these guys spent a significant amount of money. Last summer, uh, the National Basketball Association came in and uh, they shot one of those scoreboard videos that you see in these arenas. And, like, they flew to Buffalo. They shot at the Colonel Ward pumping station. Mayor Brown allowed uh, them in and, um, you know, the city municipal water system. And this thing uh, played before, you know, some I'm not even sure which team might have been the Lakers, but uh, um, you know they played up on their scoreboard video. So there's a ton of these things that that are happening out there. Whether it's an industrial shoot, we've had Reebok uh, come to town, Adidas has come to town uh, for sneaker and shoe uh, commercials, and also just still photo shoots for magazines. Pat, Patrick, you mentioned uh, earlier that it's uh, in in terms of what you do, trying to attract tourists to here. Mm-hmm. It's it's nice to be able to tell people in groups, you know, and oh by the way, Marshall was here, and 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 you can point that out. I mean, prior to uh, t- Tim's work and Tim's uh, position being created uh, a few years ago, all you had was like the natural, right? You could say, oh, yeah, hey, did I tell you the natural Buffalo was here? Buffalo 66. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I, I mean, that's yeah. that's got to be huge. Oh, it, it absolutely is. Like I said, you know, we use it as a tool when we're talking about Buffalo. <clears throat> and just when uh, you talk to folks that have seen a movie and say, did you know that that was actually shot in Buffalo? And so it really is a good conversation starter sometimes for us, especially when it's really timely, when we know things are taking place and we're out uh, meeting with meeting planners or sports event right holders, and we can say this is what's also taking place in the city at this time. Uh, uh, Tim, you, you you mentioned that one of your goals or one of your dreams was to was to bring a, a national group here and and use the convention center with the with the ceiling too you know too short by four inches for volleyball tournaments. <laughs> so so there's, well, since there's no volleyball tournaments going, we may as well, well yeah. have a have a group of film producers or something here. <laughs> what was this? I'm actually on the board of directors of a of an international national organization which which is called the Association of Film Commissioners International and um and so we as a group get together several times per year in different parts of the world but uh mostly the United States obviously that um I don't do much traveling outside of the US but um but I will say that uh in 2019 we are um uh, going to make a pitch uh, and uh, and again, we are um, partially funded by Niagara USA, which is, you know, um, uh, Patrick's colleague up in Niagara County. And so I've talked to John Percy, the CEO there, about it and talking to Patrick a little bit about it. And so I think the state is looking to kind of create this regional pitch to pitch Buffalo and Niagara Falls to bring uh, all these sort of producers, uh, I'm sorry, uh, film commissioners from around the world here. But with that brings a ton of producers, a ton of Hollywood decision makers and so forth. And we're kind of thinking that it would make sense around the 2019 Toronto Film Festival, so it might be like September, because then if uh, these producers and directors are in this part of the world, right, for the Toronto Film Festival, they would, you know, take a quick ride down to Buffalo or Niagara Falls to participate in this uh, in this event. So, and it does, it brings a real quality base of uh, Hollywood types, and I think it would do wonders for our marketing efforts here. You know, I, well, I'm sorry, Patrick. Well, no, I was going to say, Tim, I can uh, definitely squeeze you into the commission <laughs> in uh, September of 2019. Yeah. Do that. You know, um, both of you have uh, have uh, uh, positions that are very much dependent upon government funds. Mm. Uh, and, you know, this, this neck of the woods, and, and Bill Conrad would probably, you know, back me up on this, um, politics can tend to get a little bit uh, heated, can uh, just a little like bit. any place, and and and, and parochial. <laughs> so you you find yourself not only having to attract people from other areas to come up in here. In your case, Patrick, uh, tourists and and groups to have conventions, and and Tim, you know, you're you're attracting movies, but you also have to navigate the 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 political landmines around here, and that that mm. has to take some doing. Uh, now, I like, Tim, to, re- Tim, I like you, to refer to them as fiefdoms. Fiefdoms. Well, there are there are, and 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 Tim, you, I mean, you. You've lived here all of your life. I have, yeah. So, so you're familiar with them, and 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 Patrick comes here from Virginia. Um, you know how do how do we compare? You know, mm-hmm. with this with with our politics to other places that uh, that you've been. Well, I can say I've I've been across the country, and uh, every community has very unique politics. So uh, I think I'm walking a very political line he's, here by he's saying very, that. You, you, yes. you know when he starts oh. like that, it's going to be a very diplomatic answer. I'm very This diplomatic. is a guy that's good. <laughs> well, I, I know that my funders are out there listening to this conversation right now. But I will say in, in our defense, we do a really good job with the uh, funds that we do get. It's very limited. Uh, our funding does come 85% from the uh, Erie County bed tax. Uh, 
uh, last year over $11 million was generated in bed tax, and I get about $3.3 million of that funding. Uh, 1.7 of it goes to the convention center, and the remainder is uh, given to, through grants to all the cultural institutions. Within so you're not getting your money from property taxpayers. You're no, getting it from visitors. Correct, correct. So uh, the, the community should know that they are not paying for any of the uh, efforts of Visit Buffalo Niagara. It does come from our visitors. But, but now, if we build a new convention center, that's going to come from taxpayers. Th that's up to you. That's how oh, right. legislator <laughs> to oh. where that funding's going to come from. To, uh, right right like back Kevin. at me. Well, uh, yes. yeah. but, I'm going uh, to have to recover from that. So we're going to have to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we'll have one final segment as we round out this Father's Day edition of uh, Hardline. Um, and uh, Patrick Kaler will still be here, I think. Uh, Tim Clark will be here. Bill Conrad will be here. I'll be here. I'm Kevin Hardwick. You're listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBEN. And welcome back. Kevin Hardwick here. One more segment of Hardline um, on this Father's Day. Before we get back to Patrick Kaler and, uh, and Tim Clark, i got to ask uh, uh, um, Bill. Bill Conrad, <laughs> my co-host, Tanawanda Councilman. Uh, just explain to people why he's so giddy today. Something about Scotland and oh. rugby, or I don't know. United States rugby team, which has been a second-tier rugby team uh, for years, uh, beat a top-tier team last night, 30-29. to 29. Uh, They beat Scotland. We have finally cracked the top 10, and that's uh, historic for rugby players you, across you, the country. You say we. You were playing in this one? No, I am, a, I am a proud member of USA Rugby and okay. pay dues. And, you know. and, and, and rugby coach at Ken West, yep. as well as a social studies teacher there in yep. that order. Yep, Buffalo and, rugby uh, very, player. Very happy. Well, um, um, well, congratulations to Bill. And well, congrats U USA. Rugby here. USA or USA <laughs> Rugby or whatever. Patrick, um, we've talked a lot about the convention center. We've talked about what you've done. Uh, with or without a new convention center, where where do you see the organization going in a few years, or where do you see the area going in mm -hmm. a few years in terms of tourism? I know that uh, seven or eight years out, eight years out, we may, may have World Cup fever here. Of course. But rugby we, World Cup fever. World Cup <laughs> rugby. But somehow we have to get there. What's, what's right. between here and there? Well, we continue to be really one of the uh, amateur athletic uh, sports destinations across the country. Last year, we hosted over 89 uh, uh, sporting events in the county. Uh, if you think about it, uh, they're only 52 weeks out of the year. So we had a lot of activity last year. And so we really see a lot of growth potential in that area for our organization. Um, just overall leisure visitation is uh, going up as well, you know, with the new uh, uh, waterfront with canal side all these other assets have been coming on board uh that's really helping us out on I, the leisure I, side I, of i mean event. i'm familiar with some of the the big events here i mean we had i went to uh, last year the year before we had march madness mm -hmm. here yep. which is always fantastic and we mm -hmm. got that every three years or so right yes yes um and you guys do a fantastic job trying to funnel the tourists and make sure that they see all mm -hmm. that there is to to see here and unfortunately last year we had some terrible weather as i recall we, we did, uh, but we also hosted the Gaelic Games, international games here mm -hmm. in Buffalo. And that's this is the smallest location those have ever taken place. And they've always been in New York, Chicago, San Francisco. They're actually coming back in 2020. Next year we will have the uh, Frozen Four, which is, since I came to mm -hmm. Buffalo, everyone has said, when are you getting the Frozen Four back? So we do have Frozen Four coming in 19, both D1 and D3. Uh, right this weekend, right now, we're hosting the uh, World National, or not the World National, the National uh, Softball Association Girls 
14 and over uh, tournament is in Buffalo right now. And so we constantly are having all these great tournaments taking place. So uh, the sports right holders are really taking notice of what we have in Buffalo and what we do right. And because we do so well with NCAA, uh, that helps us with these other groups that are looking at us. And the NCAA loves coming to Buffalo. They actually use our model for other cities that are looking to host NCAA tournaments. So why, why do they like us so much? Because we have worked so well with our community to during that in-between period of time mm-hmm. um, on that first day of the tournament where we've got an hour and a half people, uh, hour and a half time to get people out of the arena, feed them, get them uh, some cocktails, then get them back in. Uh, we have uh, hundreds of volunteers that help marshal people out. Um, and that's just really how we have worked with our community, with the Buffalo News to create the fan guide, um, just employing all of our visitors, our Ask Me signs that we put out on the street. It's it, How do you, you, you know, when you when you do your studies and you say we, we generate this much economic impact mm-hmm. or this many people return, how, for instance, do you know how many people were affected by that NCAA tournament? I mean, do you, do you, is it anecdotal? Do people say, hey, I was here for the tournament, I decided to come back, or is there some way else of measuring that? Well, I'll, Outside of the teams itself coming in, like mm-hmm. I, we were talking offline about the uh, World Juniors, and it was that was a success for our organization because all of the teams came in, all of our economic impact was based around the teams because we don't know how many folks are actually going to be coming in to watch the games, and so it's hard for us to measure that. Now, when we have NCAA, we're able to also um, work with our hoteliers. They give us information back. Uh, Sometimes we'll do intercept studies um, out on the street. We'll employ some uh, students to work with us to do those types of things where we're talking to the folks, asking them questions. On the leisure side of things, uh, we do most of our advertising digitally. And so when we do that, we're able to create a profile of people who click on our ads. Then we can go back and survey them. And so we're, we're very good about um, keeping in contact with them. We'll find out, well, did you come to Buffalo? When are you coming? What things are you interested in? And then we can customize our communications back to them through email or even through some of the advertising. Big Brother is always watching, and that's a little <laughs> bit scary. And so we can find out the travel habits of folks and then find out, okay, so you did come. How many, time, how many days did you stay? What was your visitor profile? It might be a family. It might be a couple. Uh, we get a lot of girlfriend getaways that come into our area as well. And what did you spend? Where did you stay? Uh, what kind of things did you do? And so we're able to quantify it through that, those types of means. Tim Clark, let me, let me uh, uh, address this next question to you. Um, you've had a lot of success so, so far. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously, and, and that continues. What's the limit here? I mean, I mean there, are, there are limitations. We're never going to be Hollywood. Well, I tell you what, uh, and this sounds bizarre to say, but I'm witnessing it even as uh, we sit here at the studios. Uh, this Buffalo and Western New York and Niagara Falls and this this whole region is on the radar of uh, of uh, the producers and directors of Hollywood. You know, there's growth areas throughout the world. Atlanta was huge a couple of years ago and still is. Uh, you know, New Orleans, um, uh, places like that, uh, Shreveport, if you can imagine. But Buffalo and Niagara Falls is absolutely uh, the the what everybody's talking about now in Hollywood. And, and the phones ring all day long. It used to be that I could never get in to see some of these big movie studio executives in 
Hollywood. Now they're calling me and asking me to come out and talk to them. So, you know, it's a it's a really nice feeling, and uh, I think the hard work has paid off. I think both uh, Mark Polencars and, and the county legislature, uh, and you and your colleagues, Kevin, I tell you that Mayor uh, Brown and the city council, these are people who took a chance, rolled the dice, and uh, in the end, I will say that it uh, paid off. The return on investment is huge. And then, you know, the folks in Niagara County are funding us through uh, Niagara USA, and um, so a little bit here, a little bit there adds up to a, uh, a good budget for us to go out and market this area, and it's paying dividends. In, in, in addition to the people that you bring into the area for these film productions that stay in our hotels and eat in our restaurants and right. the whole night, there, there's a there, there's a growing number of people who make their living right here. Well, it. that's the f- funny thing, and Patrick was talking about hotel rooms, and there, and indeed, that's very very true. But I will also tell you that there are people that are actually making uh, solid wages in great jobs. There are caterers. There are other you know like even you don't think of this, but where does all that tr- uh, fuel come for the trucks? All those big trucks that come floating through town. There was a point last um, wind. Or, I'm sorry, last fall where we had 42 tractor-trailer-sized trucks all movie related in Western New York for a couple of weeks. It was it was bedlam, and uh, you know uh, I can tell you that one of the biggest marketing things that we have going for us in this community, as far as the movie business goes, is the people of Western New York. This is something that is just almost uh, incalculable. Uh, there's this rhythm, there's this energy, there's this beauty part of the people here, and uh, they're generally nice and accepting of filming, <laughs> which isn't always the case. <laughs> no, I, I th- we keep talking about. Buffalo culture. You yeah, know I mean that keeps coming up with Anthony Bourdain's quote that was floating around after his death, and mm-hmm. and so on, and and being labeled our own ethnic group in New York City. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's just amazing to hear that. You know, from, from it's Hollywood. it's uh, it's amazing. Jonathan Thang- Sanger really summed it up. He said, "I got in an elevator at uh, one of the hotels in Buffalo." And the door closed, and somebody turned to me and said, hey, how you doing? And he says, and it was like, I was almost like in Mayberry, (laughs) but yet I knew I was in a big city, and it was just so nice, because they don't see that too often anywhere else they shoot. And this is a guy who has shot in Dubai, in Paris, in London. I mean, he did, uh, you know, his first movie he won an Oscar for was um, with John Hurt, The Elephant Man. Tim, got less than a minute left, but uh, but I want to get a quick question about about the extra situation. And and all kidding aside, (laughs) not just my plea to get the, the speaking part but but seriously uh anything coming up where you're going to make a call for for extras out there people listening who want to say hey that was me you know, uh, there are, and there, the ways to do that is to go to our website, which is filmbuffaloniagara.com, and kind of watch for that. We have uh, we, we portray open casting and things like and, that. There are and, a number of those. And, and, Kevin, I got you on my radar, uh, so and, we'll and, believe and, it. And, yeah, I mean, Patrick, yeah. he's... You know, he's Patrick. Uh, he's on the, yeah, he's on you know. the disabled list. His, anyway, his, uh, his <laughs> Academy Award gonna, uh, came and went. That's going to be know? the last uh, last thing we hear today. I, I want to thank my guests, uh, Bill Conrad, guest co-host Patrick Kaler of the Visit Buffalo Niagara, and Film Commissioner uh, Tim Clark. Uh, thank you for listening, and thank Joe for uh, for producing and not talking about the Mets today. Uh, I'm Kevin Hardwick. You've been listening to Hardline on News Radio 930 WBen. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 